Hi, this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to this special Disney at Play podcast, where we are here to announce that the Disney Cruise Line is resailing in the Bahamas starting August 9th. Indeed, the Disney Cruise Line is hitting the high seas again as it begins Bahamian cruises from Port Canaveral in August. This announcement comes with a lot of details you will want to know, not just before you go, but probably before you book. We will look at issues relative to your making a reservation, what is required before you even leave home, what embarkation day will look like on the ship, where the ship will and will not be going in the near term, what it will be like on the ship in terms of dining, entertainment, kids clubs, characters, shopping and more, and what debarkation day will even look like. There's a lot to cover, but if you are even thinking about what it might be like to return to the high seas on a Disney cruise ship, then join us as we go from stem to stern covering what you need to know. And by the way, make sure that you subscribe to DisneyAtPlay.com so you are notified of upcoming podcasts and uh, or at least subscribe to this podcast so that you can continue getting reminders as they come out. We have so many things going on nowadays and uh, this is just indicative of the kinds of announcements and information that I think will continue to be forthcoming over the days and weeks to come as we lead not only into the fall, but into the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World and to uh, so much more. So let me start by kind of giving you some of the broader details of what's being announced here and maybe what's not being announced. The first is that there are three and four night cruises that are being um, given out specifically of Port Canaveral, not down in Miami, not on the West Coast. This is just an announcement for Port Canaveral. And for the most part, these cruises are on board the Disney Dream. I didn't see the other ships in play. You should know that um, the Disney Magic is currently doing cruises out in the UK. They're kind of like two nights uh, out at sea kind of events and all of the rules and the protocols and conditions, that's a whole different beast. So what we're gonna focus on is just what's coming out of Port Canaveral right now. The August trips, which begin on the 9th, show only Disney Castaway Key as being the only place that they are going. Now, starting in September, it does show Nassau being a stepping off point as well. But if you're looking to go as soon as uh, August, it will only be Disney Castaway Key. And some of these actually will include not one, but two stops at Castaway Key. So if you're checking and that interests you, you might want to be looking for that as well. As it relates to uh, booking the trip, there are some, uh, they have extended final payments up to 60 days prior for uh, to sailing for voy voyages through December 31st of 2021, which makes sense because, I mean, voyages are, we're talking about voyages that could be imminent. We're talking about you going in literally um, weeks as opposed to months. 
Uh, the cancellation fee schedule has also been temporarily relaxed as well through December 31st, 2021. And for any sailings booked by July 31st, 2021, now that might be pushed back some, but at this point they're stating if you've booked it by July 31st and you're scheduled to sail on or before December 31st of this year, you can change your sale date up to 15 days prior to departure. So if you're feeling like, eh, this is not right fit, you can move it to another. Um, by the way, as it as it relates to bookings, there appears to be no discounts for military or veterans. There appears to be no Florida resident discounts, anything of that nature. However, I should note that the pricing seem pretty reasonable. Um, you'd think with, okay, everybody when I go uh, sailing again on the Disney Cruise Line, and that's really quite true, but Remember that August and September are some of the softer months for sailing for the Disney Cruise Line because, well, frankly, kids are usually headed back to school and vacations have kind of come to an end. Um, you should note that uh, within 14 days of the sailing, book guests with COVID-19 related health concerns, whether it's symptoms or exposure, can receive a full refund without Disney imposing cancellation fees or apply their cruise fare toward a future sale date. Two other important things I should note. It is not required uh, due to um, something that the Florida Governor DeSantis signed. It is not required for you to show a vaccination card for you to uh, get on a cruise. Um, but there are some ramifications if you've not been vaccinated. I'll come back to that in a minute. And then the second thing I should note that by and large, it appears that when you are on the ship, you will need to be masked up, at least uh, when you're in the public areas. I mean, in your room or stateroom, you're fine. But when you're um, heading toward dining, when you are seeing a show and so forth, you are going to require to be masked when indoors. That's the big picture of it. Now let's look at a lot of little details that play into all of this. Let's start with some health-related things that you should know. First of all, uh, Disney Cruise Line is strongly encouraging, and I frankly would encourage you as well if you have not, to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 before sailing. Guests who are fully vaccinated may choose to provide proof of vaccination in order to be exempt from their pre from pre-trip and embarkation day testing requirements unless arriving from outside the United States and travel insurance requirements. The US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, considers people to be fully vaccinated 14 days after the final dose has been administered. So again, emphasis, please get vaccinated. You don't have to be vaccinated, but they are strongly encouraging that. And that's gonna play out because of COVID-19 testing. Prior to the trip, guests must provide proof of a negative COVID-19 PCR test, which is paid at your expense. And that needs to be taken between five days and 24 hours prior to the sale date. 
Now, Disney Cruise Line has secured a special rate of $98.33 per PCR test, which includes a 3.5% processing, processing fee through a third-party vendor, which is Inspire Diagnostics. Guests may also obtain their PCR test from any independent testing supplier. However, guests who are fully vaccinated may choose to provide proof of vaccination instead of undergoing that COVID-19 pre-trip testing. So know that if you've been vaccinated, you don't have to worry about a pre-COVID-19 test. You also don't need to worry about the embarkation COVID-19 test because guests will be required to undergo a rapid PCR COVID-19 test administered by Inspire Diagnostics at the terminal prior to boarding. Guests with positive COVID-19 test results, as well as those in their travel party, will be denied boarding. There will be a $65 test fee that will be charged to the folio of all guests 12 years and older. Um, Disney Cruise Line acts as the paying agent for Inspire Diagnostics and will remit the entire cost to them. Now that said, again, guests who are fully vaccinated may choose to provide proof of vaccination instead of undergoing COVID-19 embarkation day test um, day testing. So here's what's happened is the governor in has has said, hey, you cannot require, you can't require your employees, but you can't require a guest to be vaccinated um, in order to, um, I say em employees because actually the crew is part of the Bahamas. So that's a whole different situation um, with the crew. But relative to the guests, the governor has said, hey, you can't make this requirement that guests have to show that they have been vaccinated. And Disney has said, well, okay. Um, like other cruise lines, by the way, who are doing the same thing. They're saying, okay, we don't, you don't have to show proof of vaccination. But if you don't show, then we do expect you to take a test at least 24 days prior. And we do, or 24 hours prior. And we do expect you to take one as you arrive at the port. So those are um, those are just requirements right up front that they are um, putting toward this. Um, we should also note that um, as it relates to travel insurance for cruises departing through December 31st, 2021, guests 12 years of age or older must provide proof of valid travel insurance policy that meets uh, coverage requirements. Guests who are fully vaccinated may choose to provide proof of vaccination instead of obtaining travel insurance. So you can see there's, there's this big emphasis, please get vaccinated. All guests ages two and up, including those who are fully vaccinated against COVID-19, are required to wear face coverings indoors, except when in their staterooms or actively eating or drinking um, while stationary maintaining appropriate physical distance. Face coverings are not required for guests outdoors while on board the ship and at Disney Castaway Key. 
There are hand sanitizers that are going to be provided throughout um, the ships. There's going to be some signage making recommendations. We're going to re they're going to reduce guest capacity and physical distancing is going to be um, um, recommended. Even like you know checking in um, at embarkation and um, and many of the experiences are going to be quote end quote reimagined. They're going to be modified to accommodate new and health, new health and safety um, measures. Uh, that said, there will be characters. There will be uh, Broadway-style shows at night. Uh, there will be the dining, um, um, and we'll talk about some of that as we get a little further uh, along. So there's a lot that. Um, is going with that. They also talk about enhanced cleaning protocols, which I thought was a little funny. Well, they they do note that staterooms will undergo enhanced treatments between voyages in addition to twice daily housekeeping services, which honestly they were already doing. Um, and that all ships will be equipped with a new purification system that cleans both air and surface areas using a process called ionization. Uh, they're increasing the circulation of fresh air board on board all, our, all the ships and all HVAC um, air filters have been upgraded to MERV 13 high efficiency grades. So they can now even remove very small particles. So again, it's always been great. Uh, these ships have always been astonishingly clean and um, they even have found some ways of doing uh, some additional things. They're really emphasizing that you get on board to their app and you get signed up on their app before you go. Um, there's a couple of reasons for that. First is that they have a guest services live chat. So if you have some issues with guest services, you can just go live onto that app and ask. Secondly, there are going to be some virtual queues that are going to be established uh, even in terms of debarkation, there will be virtual queues. And the mandatory emergency drill, actually, um, you're going, you're, you're still going to be required to participate in that, but you're going to use the app to check in at your designated assembly station. So the app is going to be really critical to um, your voyage. There's a lot of crew member training that is going on. Um, in fact, we had known for a couple of weeks that uh, crew members were returning uh, to the ship. So that wasn't um, too surprising, but there is a lot in terms of that going on. Um, and uh, there's a number of things that they're really doing to try to keep um, guests, uh, you know, to communicate and to make sure the guests um, are as free from the possibilities of COVID-19 as possible. Before I get to embarkation day, let me mention one other thing. In order to sail, every guest in your travel party must create an account with Inspire Diagnostics, Disney Cruise Line's third-party partner for COVID-19 testing and vaccination verification. Beginning 33 days prior to sailing, every guest must log into Inspire Diagnostics Safe Passage website and create an online account associated with their reservation. An account 
cannot be created uh, sooner to um, 33 days prior to sailing and parents uh, and legal guardians must create the account for minors. That's an interesting notion because this is kind of like um, Advent Health prior to going to the parks and doing the fever check. They kind of are becoming, in, in, uh, Inspired Diagnostics is really kind of becoming that uh, group that is dealing with compliance. They're not letting Disney by name be the people in charge of making those health-related decisions. Um, but what is important about creating the account is that it's not just those who have not been vaccinated, but every person, whether you've been vaccinated or not, you have to go in and create accounts. So remember to, um, to do that uh, before you go home. Now, embarkation day. Well, this is this is going to be an interesting thing because um, additional to all the uh, first of all, you need to do an online check in, uh, which you can do up to 30 days prior. You need to download uh, the uh, Disney Cruise Line Navigator app, which I had just mentioned a few minutes ago. Um, what's important here is that you're actually going to select a port arrival time at home prior to coming. This is important because, and they emphasize this, all guests and Castaway Club members, including Platinum members, are required to select a port arrival time before making their way to the terminal. So the sooner you do this, the sooner you have freedom to identify when, um, when you want to check in. So I don't know about you, but when you get on board the ship, what do you want to do first? I, for our family, it's usually head up to Cabanas to grab some lunch. You know, get those crab legs and so forth. And yet, this is where it gets a little confusing. Let me read what they're saying. And this is on the Embarkation Day site. Dining. Feeling hungry before dinner? So they're specifically saying this time period after you've embarked before the dinner experience. Check the Disney Cruise Line Navigator app after boarding to see the lunchtime selections available. Quick and casual dining offerings will be available at the ship's many outdoor eateries on the upper decks. Our friendly crew will greet guests as they arrive at each dining room to help promote proper physical distancing between travel parties. For dinner, guests will be assigned to the same table and service team, etc., etc. Um, however, Let's go and visit the page dedicated to Cabanas. Further on, it says quick service food and beverage locations, which includes Cabanas, uh, but some other really great choices as well. Quick service food and beverage locations, including buffets, still offer all you care to eat bites and treats and are served by crew members at designated times each day throughout the cruise. All food and beverages that were previously available at self-service stations will now be served by crew members. So they're making clear from what I can read that there'll be a buffet, but you'll be served by a crew member. They'll be the ones touching those tongs, not guests as you go through. And you're gonna be separated and distance out a little bit so you're not standing 
somebody isn't standing right on top of you as you are um, working to get more french fries or crab legs or whatever it might be. So that's, that's what that looks like at Cabanas. But there's a little bit more. When you go out to the particular site that talks about Cabanas, you read the following. Cabanas is a novel, free-flowing buffet experience serving made-to-order mouth-watering specialties. During breakfast and lunch, wander the boardwalk, home to over 10 diverse food stations, and partake in an eclectic menu of freshly prepared culinary classics. At dinner time, the restaurant is transformed into a table service dining experience where entrees are cooked to order in the show kitchen. If you're looking to hang tan and enjoy dinner under the stars while basking in the night breezes, or perhaps you simply prefer a more subdued setting inside the restaurant with an ocean view, you're invited to dine at Cabana's in place of your scheduled main dining restaurant. Be decked in linen tablecloths and napkins, dinner at Cabana's features signature dishes from the main dining restaurants, plus a menu of exclusive lip-smacking delicacies over a tantalizing four-course meal. For an additional fee, cocktails and specialty drinks can be ordered from the full-service clam bar. Now, maybe this happened before COVID, but I have no recall of being, uh, I mean, I have eaten at Cabana's in the evening and it was oh so casual. Um, and it was just come as you are and it was just you decided not to do the other and you just showed up. This suggests something a little bit more orchestrated. Um, this suggests a much higher level of dining and um, more than just kind of going through uh, the buffet table again. Um, so I wonder if this isn't, if we're, if we're not seeing a situation, particularly with those who are having a fourth um, night on seat, that they might not choose to try to create cabanas or at least really emphasize cabanas as your fourth night choice. So I, I don't know, maybe I've missed this, maybe this was going on before, but from what I could tell, this is someone something very new. So what about the fine dining experiences? Well, they tell us the dining room seating times will be staggered to promote physical distancing. Guests will be assigned to the same table and service team for dinner with one travel party per table. Dining times can be found on the Disney Cruise Line Navigator app once on board the ship and are also printed on the Key to the World cars located in each stateroom. Guests can continue to choose first or second seating times when booking their cruise, subject to availability. Additional offerings for breakfast and lunch can be found on the Disney Cruise Line Navigator app. So it sounds to me like with the app, they're going to kind of invite you to check in on the app and kind of be told when your table is ready and just kind of stagger. Remember what it was like, for instance, to go to Animator's Palette. There was this long queue stretching all the way down the hallway. I think they're trying to, uh, they're trying to remove that. 
Um, they're also telling you that digital menus are available so you can look at that. Um, you don't need to look at a paper menu. Um, there is a royal court uh, royalty still. Um, however, they'll be more physically distanced with the Disney characters, which actually brings us to the character experiences. Characters um, will still be interacting with guests, but from a distance in new and entertaining ways. However, any close-up encounters and autographs have been temporarily paused. Um, and they it will be more of a surprise appearance kind of thing going on. So that's kind of what's going on with regards to that. Fireworks are going to continue to happen. Uh, so that's very cool. Um, that sh uh, show will take place at 10.30 p.m. on two different nights. So you're going to be assigned actually to a show date as to which night to be there. And uh, that way, again, to spread out uh, physical distancing. Um, by the way, I, I forgot to mention earlier that on embarkation day, they do note that they may be departing because of increased sanitation measures and all the craziness going on. It may be as late as 7 p.m. before they set sail um, throughout, the, uh, throughout the time. The theater will be happening the Buena Vista Theater, um, but that will be kind of uh, available on a first-come, first-served basis. So um, Funnel Vision will still be occurring. The deck parties are temporarily paused. Uh, however, uh, the uh, Broadway-style show is still going on. It'll be available on a first-time, be available on a first-come, first-served basis and uh, to promote physical distancing. So uh, you're going to want to, you know, kind of be uh, check that out uh, again on the app. The app is going to really create some virtual cues and kinds of things going on to, to, uh, to stagger everybody out. And so as a result, you're going to want to be informed of what's going on. Pools, water slides, those are all going on. No problem. What about youth activities? Well, parents must register their children 3 to 12 for Disney's Oceaneer Club and Disney's Oceaneer Lab during the online check-in process. And then prior to setting sales, reserve a specific session time online or via the Disney Cruise Navigator app. So this is one of the big things. You're not just going to come and go when you want. You need to reserve a time. Guests can book one session per day per child on a first come first serve basis. Children receive a wristband at the terminal which grants them access to those lo locations. Um, only one parent and guardian at a time can drop off their parents. Uh, addition of course parents are not allowed to enter the youth clubs. Uh, face coverings are going to be required. They're going to be required to wash your hands upon entering and exiting. And I remember they have those cool little machines for washing. Um, so that's all really good. Um, they'll be kept clean. They're going to be smaller group interactions. Uh, although it says those the children will interact within groups of 15 paired with one Disney counselor. So that doesn't seem that intimate. Um, and the nursery, the small world nursery, is actually unavailable. 
So that I should also mention that the Vibe for Teens and Edge for Tweens are is open, but they're they are not requiring reservations. For you adults wanting a spa saloon or spa or salon kind of experience, well, the good news is you can't do that. Um, you have to book them. You have to book them in advance. Platinum going first, 120 days, followed by gold, 105 days, followed by silver, 90 days, and 75 for everybody else. So note that you must, uh, that all guests, including those who are fully vaccinated against COVID-19, are required to bring and wear appropriate face coverings during their therapies and treatments. Um, all crew members are also required to wear face coverings and protective equipment while administering therapies and treatments. So um, it is recommended the guests arrive prepared for their therapies and treatments as locker rooms and changing rooms will be unavailable. That is not going to be something uh, that is feasible. Um, and then there are some select services that are not going to be occurring, um, such as uh, the juice bar, teeth whitening, facial and barbering services, all those have been thrown out. The rainforest room will be available for one travel party at a time, up to 10 guests, for one hour, 45 minute sessions at a cost of 174 per session. Uh, that's kind of interesting. So instead of paying for the rainforest room for for about that amount for the duration of your experience, you get a one hour, 45 minute session to enjoy it as much as you want and that's it. So that's very different. Um, the fitness center is uh, available. Um, if you wanna participate in a class, you gotta make a reservation on the app. Um, they're trying to move the equipment to promote physical distancing. Um, and a lot of cleaning and that type of thing. I think we haven't talked about state rooms. State rooms uh, will be thoroughly cleaned between voyages prior to the arrival of guests. A quote unquote commitment to cleanliness sticker will be placed on the door to notify that their guests, uh, that their rooms have been thoroughly cleaned. During voyages, housekeeping is offered twice a day, once in the morning and one turn down service in the evening. That's not really different than before. Crew members will not enter staterooms while guests are present. A high-touch, loose, soft goods such as sofa pillows and paper stationery, those have been completely removed. And you know how you kind of do these door-to-door -door gift exchanges via the fish extenders and that everything? Guests are, are not permitted to do that at this time. Moving on to shopping you will uh, be able to shop but it will be contactless payments uh, similar to mouse gears over at epcot and uh, world of disney you'll be able to use your key to the world card to charge purchases made on the ship um, as they'll have a new contactless payment system where transactions can be completed without the crew having to touch the card and then you'll get a digital receipt later on um, photos uh, of course there'll be some backdrops and some photo opportunities however and you will be able to briefly remove your mask uh, when those photos are being taken 
However, um, uh, you um, there will be no Disney character uh, photos up close and personal. So you know that Disney has covered all the details on their website. They have said that ping pong and shuffleboard have been temporarily paused and that access to the basketball courts has been temporarily paused. This area has been temporarily transformed into a sun deck for guests looking to catch some rays while at sea, which suggests that probably all the deck chairs have been spread out and apart uh, to, again, maintain that social distancing. Finally, surprisingly, Magical Makeovers at Bibbidi Boppity Boutique will be available to children ages 3 through 12. They will be required to wear appropriate face coverings during their makeover experience, but hey, it is actually available uh, to guess. We should mention uh, the ports of call, which we noted earlier, in August will not include the Bahamas. Apparently it will include that in September, and what I've understood listening to other podcasts from other cruise ships that have gone to the Bahamas, you are going to be able to get off and do something there if you have a reservation to do something, if you're going somewhere. The idea of just getting off the ship and wandering around at this point has been suspended. You've got to be on a very specific um kind of event like going to Atlantis and I believe that even in Atlantis they have required that vaccination card so um, so it's it's uh, the Bahamas can make up their own rules as to what they want to do and they have um, the same thing can be said at Disney Castaway Key Disney can make up their own rules there as well they will use um, a virtual queue for debarking the ship uh, when you go out on the island. So again, using the app, face coverings will not uh, be required um, while in Castaway Key, but you're gonna re be required uh, to wear those face coverings in certain areas like traveling on the trams or in merchandise locations or in dining pavilions when you're not actively eating or in restrooms. So you, you'll need to bring a face covering around while you're while you're there on the island. Character encounters, they have uh, an all new party patrol, which sounds like their character cavalcade, uh, where the characters will be riding around in some fun beach vehicles throughout the island. Uh, there will be photographers. The beach lounge chairs and umbrellas have been kind of, again, dis spread out. Um, to allow for that social distancing. Um, the barbecue will be served by the crew members, uh, just like up at uh, Cabana's. Scuttle's Cove will be temporarily unavailable. The teen hideout and the shade game pavilion will remain open for recreational activities, including basketball, foosball, table tennis, and pool. So interesting that it's not available on the ship, but it will be available on the island. Uh, Pelican Plunge uh, will be available, but it'll have kind of a new social distancing, uh, physical distancing queue. Um, rentals uh, will be available for uh, for bikes and inflatable tubes, but they'll have some new 
uh, cleaning protocols. And um, the 5K race, that has been temporarily paused. That you can go run on your own. Um, and those who complete the run will get a finishing medallion. So you can go check out the app and, and learn more about that. Finally, debarkation day. The big thing here is that breakfast, uh, which will be served, will be a reserve breakfast time that you'll be asked to go at a certain time. Now that's kind of always um, been the case when, I mean, you were kind of assigned a particular restaurant on that last day. But what they're also trying to say is that they're going to stagger those seating times and that the idea of going and just grabbing something at Cabana's does not look like an option to you. You can go get a Cove Cafe from 6.30, 8.30 in the morning, uh, get some coffee there. But on that, um, you will probably be uh, assigned where and when to go. And then debarkation time will also be handled via the Disney Cruise Line Navigator app. So we can't emphasize uh, the fact that this is, this is a big part of your stay is learning. I mean, the app already was, was an important part, but it has become even more so as, uh, as they have gone through these new, uh, policies and procedures during this time. The, uh, guests will be responsible for their own luggage and no assistance will be provided by onboard crews or shoreside representatives. Uh, you can take advantage of the express walk-off. Um, and if, and again, you can still pick up your luggage if you, you know, put it outside your stateroom between 8.30 and 10.30 uh, the night before. They'll have the color-coded tags and all of that. So that'll still be the same. Uh, so um, transportation options uh, will continue to occur. Um, although guests continuing their vacation with transfers to Walt Disney World Hotel should depart debark the ship no later than 7.30 a.m. as the motor coach departs promptly at 9 a.m. All right. Well, there you have it. That's a, a lot of details. But knowing those details is probably going to help you make the best decision whether you're ready to go on the Disney Cruise Line again. For me personally, as I've kind of reviewed all of these, I just, I've been looking so forward to going back on the ship. I think if they had introduced these policies about six months ago, back when you were still wearing a mask around the park, I would have said, okay, I'm good with all this because it would have been the same as it is in the park. But since the parks have pretty much gotten rid of the mask other than wearing it on the monorail or, or on a bus, I just have a hard time going back to doing the mask inside even. Um, not to say there aren't places you still do it around town, but I just, just kind of wondering if it's really worth it. I'll also say that probably if I were to do a Disney Cruise 
experience right now. I want to do something probably different than the three or four. Although a double dip at Castaway Key sounds like great fun. By and large, I'm kind of in that place of, uh, you know, I, I just would like to do something different. I still haven't done the Southern or Eastern Caribbean. I'd even rather do a Western Caribbean, which I've done a couple of times than to just simply do a three or four night. But again, that's gonna vary for everybody. You have to decide what works for you. I just know that I may end up waiting a little longer before we we go back to, to doing the Disney Cruise Line. And I still haven't gotten out to Disneyland, so that's kind of a priority as well. And frankly, I have no problem with how Disney Cruise Line has lined, or with how Disneyland has lined up. But um, I'm not really that excited about getting on a plane with a mask. So, and I'm a million miler with Delta. So to say I'm not excited about getting on a plane is really to say something because I'm so used to flying. But again, that's why we have these podcasts to help you make the best decision. What works best for you and what is best for your situation. Know that uh, we have so much to share with you. So make sure that you subscribe to this podcast if you like the information you get the experiences and stories that are shared please do us a favor and go out to your provider particularly those on itunes and give us a a supportive rating it helps uh for us who you know we're the we're the uh, littlest podcast that could but we really are trying to uh, build listenership where we can again thank you for joining us for this Disney Play podcast. Remember, wherever you go, whether it's on the high seas or on land, always follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon.